Welcome to A Brief Chat. Today is Wednesday, September 4th. I'm Jason Crane. I'm so glad you're here. You can find out everything you need to know about this show and become a supporter at abriefchat.com. For the third day in a row, and these kind of build on one another, so if you uh, are catching up in the middle of the week for some reason, go back and check out Monday and Tuesday. But for the third day in a row, I'm super excited to have Diana Rose back with me. She's an astrologer and tarot reader and energy worker and uh, just a a really inspiring presence uh, in the worlds where I've encountered her, which is so far on social media. Diana, great to have you back. It's so good to be here. I wanted to talk today about our connection as humans to nature. And mm-hmm. um, I, I just want to start out by saying that when I'm saying our in the next couple sentences, I generally mean kind of developed industrialized world folks who live like the majority of us now live, which is in urban areas, that kind of thing. And I get that not everybody listening to this show is one of those folks. But that's what I mean by our. So I find that in our lives nowadays, uh, many of us seem to be incredibly disconnected from the natural world, whether because the natural world around us has been paved over, or even if you live in a more kind of rural area like I do, it's that we our daily our daily rituals, our daily practices often don't bring us into any kind of real encounter with the natural world, with things that happen in it. And, you know, I don't with the exception of the cherry tomatoes I was snacking on uh, 20 minutes ago, uh, we don't grow our own food and uh, I don't get a lot of time to, or I don't make enough time to take walks in places where there aren't roads, things like that. But one thing that I have found that has drawn me back uh, toward nature again is the practice of magic and, and also the practice of tarot thanks to some of the imagery contained in both the classic uh, kind of writer weight decks, but also a lot more, of more modern decks. And so I just wanted to ask you about how uh, how magic and nature are connected and how we can mm-hmm. kind of regain that connection that we as human beings need so much through these practices. One of the fascinating things that I think is interesting is um, like the ongoing use of the word nature as something that isn't human. And so I like to think in terms of like human nature and non-human nature, right? So like ants build cities as humans do, right? But we consider ants to be more natural or more connected to nature than humans, right? Um, And I think part of that is how explicit the interconnectedness is. Um, And for humans, especially, it's like how conscious are we of the fact that we are innately inherently always already deeply interconnected with the world around us? You know, like the fridge that I'm looking at right now is not something that like sprang out of the earth in the form that it has, right? It like it's a bunch of metal, there's some plastic involved. Um, there's Freon that's like making sure everything stays cold, you know, but like the, at some point in the deep history of all of the materials that that fridge is made of, like all of those materials came from the earth itself. So that's an earthly object. So, and I point that out because I think it's important for humans to remember that we are also nature. And if we are nature, then we can pay better attention to how we're participating with nature rather than separating from nature. You know, like magic, magic comes in, and like when I say magic, I mean this in a really broad sense. It's hard sometimes to define magic, but it doesn't have to be like intense ceremonial ritual. 
And it also doesn't have to involve like candles and smoke and it doesn't have to, you know, you don't have to wear a fancy costume or anything like that. Sometimes magic is just sitting with the tree that's outside uh, your front door and like understanding that that is an alive organism too. That can be magic. And that I think speaks to like magic's role where, you know, whenever humans consciously engage with magical practices, um, part of the cosmological framework for that is comprehending that there is this really intense interconnectedness between like the human self, between the world around, between the past and the present and the future, right? Like all of these things are woven into a web. And if you know how to pluck the strings of the web just so, you might be able to influence some outcome. And that's magic. But it does mean, you know, paying attention to the web, right? And paying attention to the web is enmeshing yourself consciously, again, in the fact that humans are already part of nature. I'm a Buddhist, and there's a, mm-hmm. a concept in Buddhism called Indra's Net. Um, I love that. Yeah, I which, love Indra's Net so much. <laughs> um, and so just to tell folks yeah. um, who don't know what we're referring to, it's essentially a net and the nexus point of of you know each bit of the net every place that two strands cross is a jewel that reflects everything else in the net and and it speaks to the interdependence of all of existence which is something that i mean that interdependence is probably the thing that i find most deeply affecting and impactful in my life about buddhism but i will say that it's interesting how long it took me i mean i've been a a buddhist for the last 25 years but it really took me into my 40s to start thinking about that idea of interdependence in a in a practical like like tactile way almost it's easy Mm -hmm. to think about well all we humans are dependent upon one another and it's even kind of easy to think about well our actions impact all of the things around us but to then give agency to all of the things and to say mm-hmm. that like the trees are communicating with one another too and they're warning each other of bad things that are about to happen and the you know all of the different living sentient creatures have their own incredibly complex webs of communication and mutual support and warning and love and caretaking and nurturing to give all of those things agency and to realize that I don't just have to be careful of my own impact, but I have to be aware of all of these other communication systems that are going on around me, some of which are completely independent of my need to act on them, and and some of which are incredibly harmed by the, the way I act or just by my ignorance. Like, it took me a mm-hmm. long time to start thinking about that. And I think that's a yeah. place where, to me, magic really can play a, a pretty vital role. Yeah. And also understanding that all of those conversations are happening, all of those influences are happening. It's not just human as agent doing things to the world. It is also human receiving the things of the world, too. Right. So you are being influenced just as much as you are aware of the fact that you're influencing that tea kettle over there to actually boil water for tea. And that is where things get really wild whenever we think magically because it also speaks to the necessity for ethical relationship and boundaries. Like it's one thing, you know, some people will dismiss magic because it's just like, whatever, you're just trying to like tell spirits what to do. That is one form of magic. 
Um, but to engage with magic, you know, with care requires also being like, how will I change? How will I change if I attempt to instigate this change through magic? Like that idea that magic always has a price that is spoken to by the fact that we are influenced by just as much as we influence that, which is outside of us. Okay. So if you can hang with me for one more episode, I want to dig into some more Uh of what you just said. Is that okay? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Fabulous. That's Diana Rose. Diana, remind folks where they can find you online. Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Patreon. Uh, my handle, all of those places, is Damashena. That is D D A M A S C E N A A. I'm Jason Crane. You can find this show at abriefchat.com, which includes social media links and a link to become a member of the show if you would like to. And I do appreciate the folks who have done that. Thanks so much for listening. I love you. A better world is possible.